Hey, this is Evan Black, pastor of Faith for Life Church, and this is our podcast. Thanks for joining us today. If you don't yet know Jesus, I'm so glad that you're listening, and I pray that this message empowers you to give your life to Christ. If you're just starting out on your journey with Jesus, I hope this empowers you to connect with Him. If you're strong in your connection to Christ, I believe this message will empower you to follow Him. So enjoy today's message. Amen. Well, if you brought your Bibles this morning, which I hope you did, turn to Luke chapter 2, and, or maybe if you're looking on your phone or your iPad or however you're looking, you can scroll over to Luke chapter 2. I'm going to read several verses this morning, and this is uh, Luke's account of the birth of Jesus. And um, it's always good to not just remember it during this time, but to uh, go back and, and, and read through this. You know, I grew up... <laughs> on Christmas Eve, reading the night before Christmas. Uh, and we, I don't think that we ever read this growing up. Uh, next time my mom comes here, don't judge her. Um, but, but, you know, this now in our family, we like to, to read this either Christmas Eve or Christmas morning just to remind ourselves of what it is that we're celebrating, that it's not about a Christmas tree, it's not about gifts, it's not about Santa Claus, it's about Jesus and the birth of our Savior. So, Luke chapter two, I'm gonna begin in verse one. It says, in those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Mr. Q was governor of Syria. <laughs> and all went to be registered, each to his, his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. Now, we know that previous to this, uh, God had already shown up to Mary and Joseph and given them you know, insight that, hey, Mary, you're with child, and it's from God, and he's gonna be the savior of the world. Which is why we've been listening to Christmas music in our family, and what, what's been funny is that song, you know, Mary, Did You Know? I just told, like, we listened to it, and I told my kids, like, yeah, Mary knew all of it. The answer is yes, Mary knew. Mary knew. The angels told her. God told her. Um, maybe not that Jesus was going to walk on water, but he was the Savior. So they knew, and they knew what, what, who Jesus was at this point in Mary. Um, I'd encourage you to go back and, and read that story. But they come to this place. They're engaged to be married, and it's time for her to give birth. In verse 7, it says, she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone round them. And they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, fear not for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David, a savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace among those with whom he is pleased. Man, that's good news for us, right? To really understand what's happening here, we have to actually really go all the way back to the beginning in Genesis, when God created Adam and Eve and he had them in the Garden of Eden and they were, they were in connection with God, they were essentially without sin. 
And we know the story, Satan comes to them, he, he tricks Eve, and Adam decides to uh, follow along with her, and they, they sin by eating from the tree that God told them not to eat from, and that brings sin into the world, which also brings sickness and disease and death. And, and so there's a problem, because we all come from Adam and Eve. Every one of us, if we go all the way back, we come from Adam and Eve. And so it wasn't just Adam and Eve sinning, it was sin in all of us. And now, since then, we've all been born into sin. So there was a problem because God's desire was for us to live forever with him. But he can't be in contact, he can't live in sin. And so once sin was in us, then there had to be a remedy. And all the way back in Genesis, God tells uh, really Adam and Eve that, that what this remedy will be, that he'll send Jesus and, and that Jesus will be our savior. He doesn't say it necessarily in those words, but, but that's essentially what he was saying. And so here at this time for Mary to give birth to Jesus, it's, I love it how it says her firstborn son, like there's kids in here, but clearly it was her firstborn son. <laughs> um, but, but to give birth to Jesus wasn't about giving birth to a boy. It wasn't about even giving a birth to uh, the king of the Jews or the king of that area of that time. This was about a savior to the world to save us from the sin that we had been born into. The sin that we weren't able to eradicate because we were born into it and we all not only were born into it, but we've all been participants in it. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. And so this is a moment where God is, is giving another chance, a second chance to humanity. This is a moment where, where God is saying, hey, you guys have messed it up, but I love you so much that I'm going to give you another chance. And this just reminds me that Jesus is the giver of second chances, of third chances, of fourth chances, of fifth chances, of another chance. One of my favorite people is um, a, a, a pastor at our church in in Detroit, and Pastor McClintock, and whenever he gets a chance to pray or minister, usually he prays something like, it's been so long since I've heard it, I don't remember exactly, but he, he prays something like, you know, he, he thanks God for, for being the God of the second chance and the third chance and the fat chance and the slim chance, and, <laughs> and he goes through all of that, right? But that is so accurate. God is the giver of another chance. He's the giver of a second chance, and when Jesus is coming into the world, he's giving all humanity a second chance, another chance. And it didn't just stop there. It's not just about Christmas and Jesus being born. And that's when God gave this chance. And that's the only chance that he gave. No, he continues to give us today chance after chance after chance because Jesus not only was born, but he lived a sinless life and died on the cross, paying the price for our sins and being risen again on that third day to defeat Satan and hell and death and everything that tries to come against us. So Jesus is the giver of another chance. If there's a title for this this morning, it'd be the birth of a second chance. What we're celebrating is the birth of a second chance. We're celebrating our Savior giving us that next chance, that second chance, but it's not just for Jesus. I wanna talk to you really quickly about three things that Jesus gives us another chance at, and the first is salvation. 
Jesus gives us another chance at salvation. Jesus being born into the world gave humanity a second chance at salvation, a second chance at being with God, not just here, but more importantly, being with God eternally, forever in heaven. And he continues that for us today. He tells us that if we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that Jesus is Lord, then we will be saved. We will have another chance to be with God. And he goes so far as to say, even after you've done that, if you get away from God and you make bad decisions and you decide you're not going to follow him anymore, that if you will just confess and repent, that he'll give you another chance. He'll give you a second chance. He'll give you a third chance. What we're celebrating here is this next chance, this another chance, this second chance at salvation. We're told in Luke 19, verse 10, Jesus says, for the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. He came to seek and to save the lost. Acts chapter four, verse 12 tells there's salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Jesus is whether you agree or not, whether you like it or not, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He is salvation. He is the, the, the uh, mediator between us and God. And without him, without him being born and living this sinless life and dying for us and being risen again, we have no way to truly get to God and live with God. That's why you see in the Old Testament before this happened, before Jesus was born, that they had to make sacrifices, but those sacrifices were just, they were just, they weren't the full atonement. They were sacrifices they had to do every year, and it really just covered their sin, but it didn't remove their sin. Jesus being born is a sign that the second chance is here, a second chance after he dies and rises again, that it's not just a covering of our sins, but now our sins are removed as far as the east is from the west. So salvation is a second chance that God gives us through the birth of his son. Another area that God gives us this second chance through Jesus is in the area of peace. He gives us peace. We, we read here in this, uh, that on earth, peace among all those whom he is pleased. In verse 14, glory to God in the highest and on earth and peace among all those whom he is pleased. This word peace is prosperity, it's oneness, it's quietness, it's rest. It's to set at one again. So God is giving us another chance, a second chance at not just prosperity, but unity, at oneness, to be set at one again with God and with each other. And he doesn't just give it to us here in this moment of, of birth with Jesus. He gives it to us repeatedly over and over again. Another opportunity, another opportunity, another chance. Jesus being born wasn't just the birth of a second chance for salvation and living with God in eternity forever. But, but this was a birth of a second chance at peace. Peace on earth. Peace for us with God. Peace for us with each other, a oneness, a quietness, a connection that maybe we, we haven't experienced prior to that. He brings us another chance at peace with himself, peace with each other, but also, and this is important for us in our day and time, he also gives us a second chance at peace with ourselves. That if we not just celebrate the birth of Jesus, but if we give our lives to following Jesus, 
One of the things that Jesus will give us is peace with ourselves. How does that happen? It happens because he gives you your identity. He gives you your self-worth. He gives you your value. And so you can take comfort in having peace in knowing that God is for me and therefore it doesn't matter who's against me. That if God is pleased with me, it doesn't matter who's upset at me. <laughs> that if I'm following God and I'm doing what God wants, I may not be doing what other people want, but it is better to obey God than men. He gives us a second chance at salvation. He gives us a second chance at peace. But here, when we read in verse 10 that the angel said to, the, to them, fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. The third thing I wanna talk about really quickly is he gives us a second chance at joy. Jesus being born, Jesus being our savior gives us a second chance at joy. Not, not, not just happiness that's based on circumstance and what's going on and what kind of day I'm having and all these exterior things, but joy that's based on the, the, the salvation and the peace that I have internally. The, the joy of knowing that no matter what happens to me here, I'm, I'm more than a conqueror. I'm going to end up victorious, not just here, but for all eternity. That when I get to heaven, I'm gonna look back and I'm gonna say like, man, that I thought that was such a big deal, but in actuality, <laughs> that can't even compare to the joy that's unspeakable that I experience for all of eternity. This word joy means cheerfulness. I love this, it means calm delight. It means gladness and exceeding joy. This calm delight. Oh man, that speaks to me, right? Because it's not like this happiness and joy that gets you up on this emotional high because you know when you get up on that emotional high, what goes up must come down. And oftentimes when you get up in that really emotional high, you come down lower than you ever wanted to go. <laughs> as high as you go up, you go that much lower oftentimes when you come down off of that. And that's not really this. It, it, this is this calm delight, this secure delight and joy that I'm happy and I expect to be happy and I will continue to be happy. I, I will have a smile on my face if everything's going great or if everything is going down the drain. If I'm secure in where I'm getting my next meal or if I have no idea where I'm getting my next meal. If, if I know what that next step is or if I don't know what that next step is, I have this joy, this calm delight. This salvation, this peace, this joy. Jesus gives us this second chance and a third chance and another chance and a fat chance and a slim chance to not just be with him forever, but to experience this peace and this joy. As we celebrate Christmas, I want us to, to remember that not just that it's about Jesus, I want us to remember the story of his birth. And I want us to imagine what that would have been like. There's so many um, depictions of this now. We, we, we had a, a Christmas movie night here a couple weeks ago on the star, which <laughs> we love the star. Like stuff like that can give you an imagination of things that might have been like. Now, the, the, the camels don't talk and the, 
you know, the donkey's not like, but, but you get the idea. Like, like let, let's use these things to biblically imagine what it would have been like to be there. But let's not stop there. As we celebrate Christmas this year and we remember the birth of our Savior, let's celebrate and remember the fact that he is birthing and has birthed another chance for us. A second chance, a third chance, a slim chance, a fat chance, no chance. He makes a way where there is no way. He gives us another chance and another opportunity. Let's remember that, that Jesus being born in the world gives us salvation. It gives us peace. And he gives us joy. Well, if you enjoyed today's podcast, there's a couple things I'd love for you to do. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. You can also invest in helping us empower others to follow Jesus by texting any dollar amount to 512-520-0185. Thanks again for joining us today on the Faith for Life podcast.